Hey friends, what's going on? You are now listening to the TMJ Show, the MD Journey Show, an entire podcast dedicated to helping students just like you succeed on their medical journey, but doing it with less stress. My name is Lux, I'm an internal medicine physician. I have the pleasure of being your humble host to help you on your medical journey. Let's get started with today's episode. Now, before we get into today's episode, if you're on your medical journey and looking for an amazing all-in-one resource, then you definitely need to check out today's sponsor, Picmonic, that can help you both learn and retain information for the long term. With their library of countless of videos on literally any topic that combine both creative stories and images to help you with that long-term retention you also want, as well as advanced quizzing and space repetitions, Picmonic is literally perfect for any student on their medical journey. If you're interested in learning more on how Picmonic can help you succeed on your medical journey, that'll be linked down below. And if you use the coupon code, the MD journey, they've included a super sweet discount for our listeners. If you feel like you have no life in school or time for yourself, then here are the top things you need to make time for and exactly how to do it. Let's get into it. Number one, exercise. Particularly when I was in medical school, I realized that I was getting higher grades and had more focus and energy when I had a consistent fitness regimen. I know it's particularly easy for working out and for your personal fitness to be the first thing you give up when school gets busy and you have exams or quizzes, but it's actually the last thing you want to give up. But simply just looking at the evidence, looking at the science, in case you're interested, I'll link down below a few studies down below. But students who have a consistent fitness regimen of exercise throughout the week compared to those who don't have a much better chance of improving their retention, overall memory, and just doing overall better in school. And so if you're on your journey and you found yourself saying something along the lines of, ah, I wish I had time to work out, then here is a very simple way of how to counteract that. One of my favorite things to do to include exercise predictably into my calendar is to use a digital calendar such as Google Calendar and essentially have blocks of time where I can see when I'm studying but also say times where I purposely want to block off for other things such as exercise. So when I was in medical school, I would specifically pick the times that I knew I was going to go to the gym before I actually scheduled in my time to watch lectures or study. And knowing that I already said that this is not time to watch a lecture or do more practice questions or prepare for a test. This is the time that you're going to go for that exercise or go for that run, which again is going to help you in the long term. So book that first and then go ahead and book all those different study sessions that you want to do it throughout the week. I promise you that extra one hour a few times a week is not going to be harmful to your grade. And if anything, in the long term, it's actually going to help. Number two is your support system. Now, by no means does anyone give up their support system by choice, but particularly they're really easy to give up when things get really hectic. It's obviously if you have a great uh, family or a great significant other, somebody who is just understands when you're busy, it's very easy not to use them when school gets hectic. But if you want to avoid being that student who says that I haven't talked to my parents in X amount of weeks or I haven't talked well to my significant other throughout the week, make sure that you actually make each of those a priority just like we did for the gym. One of the things that I would do in medical school pretty much on a daily basis is that every evening I would video call or at least phone call my parents and just make sure that they're doing okay as well as just getting them updates on my life. It just allowed me to feel grounded and I always knew that there was somebody in my support system that just kind of knew what things were going on, especially when things were hectic. In similar fashion for important people such as my now wife who was my fiance back in medical school, I would just make sure that there was things that we were doing on a weekly basis. Maybe it was just a dinner on a busy week of an exam, but saying, I'm going to take this time off. We're going to go eat some really good or we're going to go out and watch a movie and just booking that on my calendar just like I would do for a gym workout. Again, I never felt like I was sacrificing my support system because I was a hectic, busy medical student. Number three, sleep. Now this goes without saying, and again, if you guys are interested in the science, I will link them down below. But the studies are pretty profound that those who are getting consistent sleep do much better, particularly with their long-term memory and just the ability to make connections. So if you have a good sleep hygiene and a good sleep schedule of anywhere from seven to eight hours, not only are you going to feel more refreshed, but you're also more likely to retain that information from lectures, as well as make connections between everything you've learned in that block. Ultimately, it's gonna help you for that quiz and test upcoming. And if you're finding it particularly difficult of getting a consistent amount of sleep because your studying is starting to interfere when bedtime usually will come arise, one of my favorite things to do is to include a clock out time. This is basically a non-negotiable time that says 
once I have passed this time, I will no longer be studying. So for example, if you're going to bed at 11 or 11.30, maybe consider making your clock out time 9.30 or 10 so you still have some wind down ability versus the alternative, which is you basically study until you have to go to bed, go to sleep, go to school, come back, basically study all the way until bedtime. And that is a very likely person that is going to have burnout throughout the process. And the extra benefit of having a clock out time is now you have to ask yourself, how can I efficiently use all that time beforehand, before that 9.30 or 10 o'clock slot that I've given myself to study? I promise you those extra hours that you're doing when you're already sleep deprived are not gonna be that effective for overall retention. And likely pretty much everyone that's listening to this episode has tried to cram for a last minute quiz or a test, but as we know, long-term doesn't actually help us. If anything, it just creates bad habits. But using that clock out time is going to force you to be more efficient during your studying, as well as give you some wind downs before you actually have a consistent sleep schedule. Hey friends, hopefully you guys are enjoying today's episode. Shortly, we'll get back to all of those tips and tricks, but wanna give another shout out to our sponsor of today's episode, Pygmonic. If you're on your medical journey and you're like, man, I really need that one resource that can help me both learn and test the material that I need to know for my classes and my board exams, Pygmonic is a resource you're likely looking for with their combinations of amazing creative videos that can help you retain information not only today, tomorrow, and test day, but so much further on. Pygmonic is that resource and also their combination of quizzes that I absolutely love as well as space repetition. You guys know I'm a huge fan of it. Pygmonic has everything that you likely will need in one combined resource that are constantly adding new material regardless if you're studying for class as a first or second year medical student or if you are trying to learn for something for your rotations or a specific board exam. Pygmonic likely has a playlist of videos and content and quizzes specifically made for you. If you're interested in learning more about how Pygmonic can help you on your medical journey, there'll be a link down below and again you guys can use the code BAMDJOURNEY at checkout to get a super sweet discount thanks to our friend at Pygmonic. Let's get back to the tips for today's episode. Thanks to Pygmonic for being today's sponsor. Number four is outside school learning. Now most students think that because they're so engrossed into college or medical school or residency that they have no time for anything besides the field that they're studying which is absolutely false and if anything it just makes the process more mundane. Unless you have a class you're absolutely in love with it's very likely to be unmotivated or demotivated because the topics that you may be learning from block to block may not be as interesting compared to others. And so it's very nice to have something outside of the field that you're learning. So for example, just being a doctor doesn't mean that I love every medical topic that's known to man. There are some lectures that I'm given that's like, please, please be over. And to counteract that, because I still have to study for it, I still have to know those for my patients, having things on the outside I'm still learning, keeping things interesting is very important. Now that obviously brings the natural question of left, how the hell do you do that? I barely have time for my own classes, much less my own personal learning. And one of the best recommendations I can give on that point is to use very small things and small bits of time to include that learning. Some of my favorite resources to use include apps such as Scribd, which is basically, think of it as Kindle and Amazon Audible put together, but for a very cheap monthly payment. And using this app, I have access to tons of eBooks as well as tons of audiobooks, many of which I listen to at 2X between my drives to the hospital or in my walks or as I'm working out or doing chores around the home. And on my personal level, some of my favorite things to learn about outside of medicine, because that's the field I'm in, include things like real estate, personal finance, cooking, personal development, personal growth, as well as improving my communication for things like my YouTube videos and podcasts. And speaking of podcasts, if you're not somebody who needs to read an entire chapter book and keep yourself engaged, sometimes just listening to amazing conversations between two amazing individuals in a specific field is perfect. And so when I'm not filling an audiobook, I usually will go into Google Podcasts and listen to anything 
from Tom Bilyeu's and the impact theory of how to improve, how to eat better all the way up to real estate, to just listening to other medical topics and fields that I'm not that familiar with. But the biggest takeaway here is that you only need small bits of time. Remember, education happens over repetition, over small bits of consistency. And so it doesn't really matter if you're sitting for an hour listening to an audiobook versus if you're just listening for two to five minutes on your walk into work, on your walk to school, or in your drives from place to place. Number five, personal growth. Now this sounds a little bit similar to just outside learning, but there's much more that goes into this. If you guys have watched the channel or if you've been familiar with the channel, you already know about my idea of the circle of perfection. Just how we always say that there's no such thing as a perfect circle. We I always say there's no such thing as a perfect human. Both have their level of imperfection, but just like a circle, you can essentially buff out the rough edges and make it a little bit more smoother, a little bit more perfect. But once you identify those rough edges that you really wanna work on, then you can work on them, not necessarily on a daily basis, but on a weekly basis. So for example, one of the rough edges that I love to improve over the next year include my cooking skills. Frankly, my wife does a majority of it and she loves doing it, but I also shouldn't be an excuse of why I shouldn't learn how to do it on a good level myself. And so using that, I can say on a weekly basis, maybe come up with a new recipe that you really wanna cook, learn a new skill, like how to use your knives or how to bake or whatever it may be. So again, you have these themes of repetition and consistency. I'll then have an element of my life where cooking is no longer as big of a weakness as it used to be. And through the process, I'm becoming a better version of myself, which again, just because I'm busy in school or busy in training and busy in academics, doesn't mean that those parts of my life are not important to address. Now, if you find that any of the things that we've talked about, including exercise, support system, sleep, outside learning, as well as personal growth are things that you're sacrificing because school has gotten hectic and you want to learn how to improve that, then make sure you check out the absolutely free handbook down below. The handbook is an absolutely free guide of 30 plus tips and step-by-step -step advice on things like how to study better, how to be more productive, and so much more, essentially how to be a more optimized student so that way you can enjoy your life while going through the career goals that you have. So if you guys are interested, that free link will be linked down below, as well as all the programs we offer here at the MD Journey, including one-on-one -on -one coaching if you want better grades. And if you're looking for better grades, then make sure you check out how I got a 3.9 GPA in medical school step-by-step -step using all the strategies in this episode, as well as how I use Anki like a pro step-by-step, -step, as well as some advanced strategies to really get those grades that I got in medical school. So if you're interested in getting some good results, check those out. And as always, my friends, thanks for being a part of my journey. Hopefully I was a little help to you guys on yours and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Hey friends, hopefully you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you did enjoy it, I want to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes and definitely consider hitting that like and subscribe button on your favorite podcast listening platform. And if you want a little bit of extra bounty points, we'd love it if you leave an honest review on iTunes to help the channel and the mission of the MD journey grow. And also, by the way, if you're interested in getting that unfair advantage in medical school and avoiding the most common mistakes that myself and other medical students have made, definitely check out our most popular programs we have for you here at the MD journey, including the med school domination bundle, as well as our personalized one-on-one -on -one coaching programs, which will be linked down below. But as always, friends, thank you for joining me on my journey. Hopefully that was a little help to you guys on yours. I'll see you guys in the next one. Take care, my friends.